have today. Wait till somebody writes the poem of the man without an outlook. You see, this is one of the things that, that is, is bugging the average 20th century man. He has no outlook. He has no philosophy. Uh, he has no, uh, no real conclusion that he has ever arrived at about anything. And so there is this incessant and insane kind of uh, drifting off into a sensual pragmatism, which is not really what pragmatism eventually and originally meant. Uh, but you, we drive, we go, our, we go in the direction of a kind of Stanislavski method living, to go with it. You know what the, ex the expression in the actor's term means, to go with it? That when you feel something working within you, you go with it, you see. Even though it's wrong, you go with it. Because it will be better than the thing which is not coming from within you. In other words, uh, be careful of uh, your mind. Always go with your emotions. We have become emotional people, not logical people. And uh, since we have negated a good deal of the intellect within ourselves, we have to trust to our emotions, which oftentimes are highly untrustworthy. And so I think it would be a great poem, The Man Without an Outlook. And so he sailed and sailed and sailed and sailed. And he looked and he looked and he looked. It looked like any minute now, as he hove into port, that he was going to find it. And then the man stood on the dock and said, no, not here. And with a quiet sigh of resignation, he returned to his humble little cabin in the steerage and waited and waited for the trip to begin again. The lines were cast off in the long and stormy seas. And he knew he was a man without an outlook, doomed to sail the sea of life forever, searching, searching, searching. So uh, stay tuned, friends. Be the first in your neighborhood to make it. Uh, while we're on the subject of... Uh, what was it? Uh, I've forgotten. It really doesn't matter. One more thing. Let's do it before we go. I've got to do it. It's... Yeah, here it is. A footnote to Tennyson by Gerald Bullett. I feel it when the game is done. I feel it when I suffer most. Tis better to have loved and lost than ever to have loved and won. That is so true. Tennyson, you were wrong. Tennyson, you dropped the ball again. I repeat, tis better to have loved and lost than ever to have loved and won. I shot an arrow into the air. I don't know how it fell or where, but strangely enough, at my journey's end, I found it again in the neck of a friend. This is uh, Wyndham Lewis, who also has seen there, seen that there are things and there are things. And once there are things, oh, man is doomed forever to wander. Neatly put it all together, in its case it lay compactly, folded into nearly nothing. But he pulled out the hinges, pushed and pulled the joints and hinges, till it looked all squares and oblongs, like a complicated figure in the second book of Euclid. This he perched upon a tripod, crouched beneath its dusky cover, stretched his hand, enforcing silence, said he, Be motionless, I beg you. Mystic often was the process.
All the family in order sat before him for their pictures each in turn as he was taken, volunteered his own suggestions, his ingenious suggestions. So, uh, there, there again, you see, is the always a temple. Now, um, what you do, when you're sitting there in the old rowboat of life, and the oarlocks are creaking, have you ever felt that you're, that you're living dick in a rowboat of life, and everybody else has this beautiful custom cruiser, 38 feet long, and they're going past you with this twin diesel power plant, which is low on fuel consumption, but high on fun return. And you're sitting there rowing. I'm attempting to imitate the sound of a man rowing a boat. That is pretty good. Not bad, And not only that, this old rented rowboat with the rusty, dusty oarlocks is a rented rowboat. It don't even own the crummy thing. And like all rowboats, it's made out of that special lead-impregnated wood, which makes it impossible to move. You're rowing your way across the lake where you know there's a special hole where the sunfish always hit at this hour of the day. Past goes this guy in his 38-foot cabin cruiser. And there you are. You're in the wake. I'm imitating a rowboat caught in the wake. Crying crummy, miserable characters with their motorboats are ruining the fishing around here. No, no, man. They are not ruining the fishing. They are just fishing for something else. But you will never know. While you're there dabbing for mudcats, while you're there fishing for bullheads, trying to catch a trying to catch a small sunfish. These guys are after the big game, boy. Oh, there goes another one. Clop, 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 clop. So don't, don't, never cast, never cast, never drop the anchor in the wrong spot. Just keep going. You got that mud hole spot. You got it spot, man. There's nobody going to catch sunfish like you're going to catch. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for the happiness hour which follows in just a few moments. A compendium of man's ills. His attempts to make it. His failures. It's a laugh a minute. It's news. Yes, world news. The story of the way man is doing it. Uh, this is Harold Team. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow night at five minutes past nine. And the golden key might unlock that vast open door. And don't forget, listen again tomorrow night for the $50,000 Mystery Awards.